MacArthur Sports Radio. Hello everybody, it's that time of the week once again. Time for MSR League Extra Time. Mike Sheen and on the line, Craig Davis, my usual co-host. Hello, Craig. Good afternoon slash morning. I don't know what time it is. I'm <laughs> confused. But g'day, everybody. Uh, now, we've approached halfway. We've made it to the midway point of the season. Even though we haven't had nine matches, we are at the uh, midway point of the season I don't think there's too many surprises overall. Last week, there was a couple of real turn-ups. Campbelltown Collegians being the massive one. Well, that's the biggest one of the weekend. Um, Getting beaten one round, 66 to 10, and then knocking off um, two strong teams in the next two weeks. Yeah, so we'll go through the results in uh, in all the grades quickly in first grade. Saturday night was Norellan and, and Oakdale. Uh, Oakdale got home 24-12. They led early and Norellan came back. On Sunday afternoon, Camden came from behind to beat Mittagong 24-20 at Mitter. The Oaks held off Campbelltown City in a tight affair at Warragamba, 10 points to 6. Thirlmere went down to Collies at Thirlmere Sports Ground, probably was upset of the season, 32-16 there. And the broadcast match with Tony Dawson... It was East Campbelltown with an upset victory, 42-30 over Picton at Victoria Park. Uh, Just quickly, we'll skip through the lower grades. In reserves on Saturday afternoon, it was Oakdale 12-4 over Norellan. Camden 26-22 over Mittagong. Campbelltown City beat the Oaks 44-12. Picton and East Campbelltown finished all square at 20-all. And Collies beat Thirlmere 30 points to 20 in the under-18 gold division, East Campbelltown beat Norellan 54-12 on Saturday. On Sunday, it was ESA 46-6 over Campbelltown City at Warragamba. And Camden beat Thirlmere 22-10 at Thirlmere. In the silver division, Liverpool Catholic Club uh, win over Collies 30-24. And Campbelltown City had a win over the Oaks Mount Annan 48 points to 6. In the gold division open age... It was Southwest Goannas remaining unbeaten, 20 points to 8 over Appen. And Warragamba beat Picton 20 nil. while in the Silver Division, three matches went ahead and a collective total of six points in the uh, for and against category. Campbelltown City 16, Appen 10, Warriors 17, Eagles 17, and on Sunday, Mittagong 16, ESA 16. So two draws there. And one six-point result in the Women's Rugby League. Not the same. Uh, it was Coromel 60, East Campbelltown nil. Uh, Stingrays 24, Camden 10 in the Sunday night match. On Saturday afternoon, Collies 46, Norellan 16. Campbelltown City 34, Mittagong 4. The under-18 girls league. Coromel 30, Collies 4. And Stingrays beat ESA 36-10. In the league tag, we only had three results come through. Uh, Camden 20, Mittagong 10, Oakdale 32, Norellan nil on Saturday, and Picton 44, Appen 8. So there's the results for the weekend's action. Um, going back to first grade, Saturday night, you were at Crane Oval, Norellan and Oakdale. For starters, I don't think that was on the main field, was it, Craig? No, it was, um, the main field was still... Um 
the gentleman that comes down to master lines and they're Allen advised the club that if they played on the main field on Saturday night, it may do irreparable damage and they might not be able to get on it again for four or five weeks. So they moved to the uh, the new, well, the old mini field, which is now into a new um, full-size field. So they played on the back back oval. Which, uh, from watching the uh, some of the replay online, uh, is nearer to the New Orleans Sports Hub clubhouse. Uh, for yeah. those who know that area, it's nearer to the athletics track and netball centre than the uh, the clubhouse or the main football field. Yeah, well, the, the main clubhouse, you can look out the window, the back door, the side window, and see the field. Right, okay. But, I haven't, but, I haven't um, been down to, to – uh, actually been to Crane Oval this year to see the new setup, but uh, I've been to the netball complex a couple of times, and you can see it from, uh, from the netball complex uh, on the other side. Yeah, so all the all the games from the there was a few junior matches in the morning as well, right? And they all they all played on that um, new field. Okay, now uh, the the first grade game itself, uh, what I saw of it, Oakdale skipped out to an early lead, a couple of uh, early tries, and then uh, Norellan a bit of a comeback. Yeah, the Norellan side is depleted. They there's quite a few forwards missing. So where where they lost the game was up the middle. They um they were just out muscled. They've got um two of their two of their players are gone for the season. Um, Nathan Walkins has broken his ankle and won't be returning for the field. And uh, there's another guy whose name just escapes me at the moment. He's what you whatever you can do to your knee. He's, he's done, done all of it. it. <laughs> uh, so HCL, a compound, MCL, compound injury um, of everything. The, um, the kneecap. Uh, um, ACL, MCL, PCL, KGB, FBI, yeah, and CIA. Word, word on the street, he won't be able to work for at least two years. Oh, There's dear. That much damage. That much damage to it. Well, that's dreadful. So, um, we hope it uh, it repairs quickly. Yeah, and they were two. They were two middle forwards, so um, that's where that's where they the game sort of was lost. Through no fault of the Norellan forwards, they tried no guts it all night, but it was just that uh, you know they were down on troops. Yeah, certainly not suggesting that uh, Norellan didn't put in an eighty-minute effort, but just and twenty-four, twelve point, yeah, you know, twenty-four to twelve. It was a very, um, a very good result. Yes, under the under the trying circumstances for yes. the Jets, the boys, the, the boys came off the field with their heads held high. Yeah, absolutely, a great result given given the circumstances. I think that's an excellent result. Um, we'll go through the Sunday games. Uh, Camden came from behind to beat Mittagong 24-20 at uh, Mittagong. Uh, following the scores on that one, Mittagong seems like one that got away from them. The Rams came home late for win number five. It's um, surprising. It's usually the other way around that um, you know, the, the away side has the early lead and the home team comes, comes back. Mm. So it seems like it was a little bit of um, reverse fortune. Yes. That, um, Mittagong sort of skipped out to the lead and Camden fought back and uh, clawed their way into the game for a victory. At Warragamba, a tight affair. The Oaks 10, Campbelltown City 6. Uh, Contrasting match to some of the others played on the Sunday afternoon. Only three tries in it. The Tigers get away with it. Yeah, very very close scoring, isn't it? Yeah, well, you look at the score lines, there's two or three that were reasonably tight. Uh, there was two four-point games in a twelve and a sixteen-point game, so they're not exactly blowouts. 
No, there was uh, no blow. Well, actually, the third one was a 12-point margin as well. So none of them are really um, big margins by any stretch. Yeah, no one got blown off the park. I think it had a lot to do with – it would have been wet again because it was rain through the week. Yeah. Uh, I, just can't wait. I just can't wait for a weekend of that all the grounds are dry and there's fast, weather, fast dry weather football being played. Mm, every, every ground's still um, heavy underfoot. Yes, absolutely. Fill me the upset of the season so far. Collies 32, fill me 16. The Collies go back to back there only, in inverted commas, only one win in percentage out of the five, believe it or not. And they've still got a game in hand, haven't they? One, they have. One uh, game one. in hand? One. One game in hand, yeah. That was the first weekend when they were playing... Um, Campbelltown City. City, yeah. Yeah, that was the the washout game. Yeah, so to be two wins, and I'm sure Glenn DeBono and the coaching staff would be delighted. They've gone two from two to finish the first half of the season. Uh, to come back from where they were only three or four weeks ago... Uh, that's a massive turnaround, full credit to them. And coming into a local derby scheduled for Bradbury Oval this Sunday afternoon against Campbelltown City, there's no reason they can't make it three. Well, that's it. I mean, that would have been a game, last weekend's game would have been one that they thought, no, nah, we're not going to win this one. Yeah. Not that, not that the coaches don't believe they can win every game they play, but it wouldn't have been put on their um, wide borders a game that they expected to get two points out of. No, they certainly wouldn't have marked that one as a, a winning match, uh, but a, a great surprise and bonus for them. Two on the bounce now. The confidence, we said last week, confidence will be high. It'll be astronomical right now. That's all it takes, doesn't it? One yeah. or two good results. And, you know, they might have had injury issues and they got they might have got players back from injury. Yeah, but just... So the we might have just thought, oh, we just got to take the field. We're going to win this game. So they may have... Clocked off a little bit before kickoff. Clocked off, and then once and then once Collie's got a roll on, yeah, Bellamy probably couldn't get back into the game. They got on. That's one that got away from us. And our feature match on Sunday with uh, the inimitable Tony Dawson calling the action. He'll be a regular part of the team. Welcome aboard, TD. Great to have you on board the MSR Rugby League commentary team. Uh, East Campbelltown, 42, Picton, 30. I did listen to the majority of that game on Sunday afternoon. Uh, Eagles really got a, got out early, got to a good lead, and then uh, Picton just never quite got into it. Speaking to TD after the game, he said Picton were lengths off their form from the week before against Camden. They were lengths uh, poorer, and Eagles were certainly a much improved side the names that you'd expect to see, Baker, uh, Leahy, Connor, De Silva, leading from the front, steering the Eagles to a, a a surprise victory. I won't call it an upset, but a surprise victory. Yeah, I'd call it an upset, the way the both sides have been playing. Well, yeah, Picton's, been, Picton's been out there flying high. Yeah, I, I, I'm not calling it an upset because picked, uh, Eagles are now sitting fifth on percentages. The, uh, yeah, I'm not, I don't think it's a a huge surprise, but yeah, certainly not the result we expected, but I don't think it's as big a shock as, for example, Collies beating Thelmy, Eagles no. beating Picton. Okay, yeah, could, we said it was possible. It's turned out it's happened. They've had a great day. Picton were a bit off. Those things happen in football. Uh, not a great shock to 
the wider football community, the Eagles knocked off Picton. Yeah, okay. Uh, didn't think they would, but, you know, not a, not a huge surprise. No, I guess not. Uh, but based on form over the last few weeks, it was um, a game that you would have thought Picton would have won. That's right. And, and definitely um, Picton would have gone in confident they could win it and would win it. Uh, but from all reports, they were just really – they weren't the same team that turned up a week earlier at Kirkham. They were a shadow of that team. It just goes to show on any given day, any team can beat any team. As a wise man once said, on any given Sunday. Yep. Uh, so now we're at the halfway point of the first grade rugby league season. Uh, nine matches uh, have been scheduled. We've played in the majority seven, uh, some six. So the latter after – Nine rounds of uh, scheduled rugby league. We've got Picton on top, 10 points. Camden second, 10 points with a game in hand. Oakdale third on nine. Thilmere fourth on seven. East Campbelltown a fifth on six points with a plus six uh, differential. Uh, the Oaks are at on six points. They're in sixth place on a minus 36 differential. Then Mittagong on five with a plus two differential. Campbelltown City on five points with a zero differential. They've got two games in hand. Note that. Campbelltown Collies on four. Norellan on two. So that's how the ladder stands through uh, nine completed or nine scheduled rounds. Moving on to round 10 this week. Uh, we do have a Saturday night special coming up. This is worth the admission alone if you're able to get there. Dudley Chesham Oval, Saturday night, 6pm. Note the uh, change of date and time. Saturday evening, 6pm at DCO. The Oaks and Oakdale, the Battle of Burragarang. It's third versus sixth. The Tigers desperate for a win on home turf against their arch rival. That game is always one to pencil in. Oh. Over the years, irrespective of whether the Oaks are on top or on the bottom and vice versa, that is a game for the ages. Oh, absolutely. I, I, the Oaks love beating the workers at DCA. I, I famously remember uh, Mitchell Brasington slotting a sideline conversion after the bell in an elimination final a couple of years ago to beat Oakdale. And uh, I was calling, not from our usual position, but a, 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 a temporary position on the day, in amongst and surrounded by Oakdale supporters and players and officials... And uh, when Brasington kicked the conversion from the touchline, they absolutely lost their marbles on that afternoon. Not so much with their players, but uh, perceptions of uh, officiating, shall we say. Yes, and to to lose the game like that with a conversion from the sideline. After the bell. After the bell. Yeah, that one burnt pretty deep. Uh, I can then, tell you that. But then you're um, Brazo's now member of the Workers' Club. Yes, I find that quite uh, – <laughs> and he's not the only one either. No. He's not the only one who's now in the uh, red and black. Um, oh, geez, lining this one up. Oh, I don't know. Uh, your, your head says Oakdale should be too good, but there's something there that says the Oaks might spring them. Yeah, I can't pick him. Uh, I oh, Oakdale by a nostril. There, I'll put it. I'll put it out. I'll I'll, I'll tip Oakdale with absolutely zero confidence. 
Um, Oakdale, yeah, just, Oakdale just by just a, a... Just to be different. Just to be different from you, I'll take the home side. <laughs> okay. And believe me, that's with zero confidence whatsoever. Well, mate, we can't we can't keep picking the same teams each week, so we've got to <laughs> so we've got to have a little bit of a rivalry going there. Yeah. You take one, I'll take the other. Uh, uh, absolutely no confidence. I'll tip Oakdale, but uh, Tigers. No, and I've got no confidence taking the Tigers either. Yeah, so we could both be uh, on the wrong end of that one. Uh, Kirk, that's, what telling, that's what I'm telling the listeners. Who knows what I'm going to take in the tipping column? That could be different. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. Uh, Camden <laughs> and Norellan at Kirkham on Sunday afternoon. Um, we know there's no love lost in this uh, rivalry, only a few kilometres down Camden Valley Way. Um, the Rams will be uh, pleased they got a win last week. Norellan, given the circumstances, a good result despite going down at home. Can the Ram- can the Jets turn it around away from home at their arch rivals in Camden? Well, it won't be for the one of trying because every time they take the field against Camden, I remember one year Norellan lost every game of the season. And the only two games they won was the they, derby. Beat Camden, they beat Camden both times. Yep, yep. So they always find a they grow an extra pair of legs oh, when yes. they play Camden. Yes, totally. but on form you'd have to say that um, Camden will start the game favourites. Yep, I, I can't see Camden dropping that one at home to Norellan on Derby Day. Uh, I just think they were too strong, even with uh, the the mixed form they've had the last couple of weeks. I just can't see them dropping this one. Yeah, it's hard to go against the home side, any home side, really. Yep. Uh, this one's scheduled for Bradbury Oval, but um, put a little asterisk on that. Could be transferred. Uh, Campbelltown Collies take on Campbelltown City in the local derby. Collies, two on the bounce, only a point and percentage behind City, uh, who went down in the tight one last week. They're, they've both got two wins now. Uh, City have got two games in hand. Collies won. I'm tending to lean to the nominal home team in Collies. Well, they're on a roll, aren't they? They their are. Confidence, their confidence has to be sky high. Yeah, if they can get back onto their home patch at Bradbury Oval. And, uh, City, and City did go down last weekend, even though well, even though it was a close, tight one. Yeah. You'd have to say that the form is on the side of Collies. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, we'll confirm which of the two matches in Campbelltown we'll be broadcasting on Sunday uh, during the week. Head to MacArthurSportsRadio.com. Unfortunately, we can't post the uh, links on social media, but bookmark that one, MacArthurSportsRadio.com. We do update it regularly, especially with our live call schedule, which is a link there. Uh, we try and upload all our audio as, as soon as we can after the matches are broadcast. Uh, plenty of information there, so check out MacArthurSportsRadio.com. Thanks to Simply WordPress web designing uh, sit in Campbelltown. Uh, so the other match on Sunday, scheduled for East Campbelltown, it will Minder Oval, East Campbelltown and Mittagong. That's, that's very interesting, that one. Mm. Mitter away from home. City having, uh, sorry, um, Eagles having a good win on the weekend. Yeah, and just checking round one, it was Eagles 28-8 at Mittagong. should point out it was uh, Oakdale 28-14 at uh, Sid Sharp on the opening day over the Oaks. But uh, Mittagong getting the win 28... Oh, sorry, Eagles getting the win 28-8 away from home in round one. Eagles are like collies. They're the nomads. 
They don't yeah. play at home. They, send, they play everywhere else. That's yeah. their home ground. That one is, again, scheduled for Waminder Oval, but could quite easily end up, well, just about anywhere in the district, to be quite well, honest. They right. could end up anywhere. Yeah, so... The Eagles played one of their games at... Um, Norellan over a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and Warragamba's been used the last fortnight. Yeah, so Warragamba's been used, so you just don't know, do you? It's quite possible that could end up anywhere within the district. Um, yeah, keep an eye on the on the apps and websites for exact details on where that game yeah, will be I guess, played. I guess you've got to watch the weather. Yeah. If it starts with a bucket stand in Campbelltown for the next couple of nights, then you can say, University right off or Minder Oval and Bradbury for that matter. Yeah, I think the forecast is actually reasonable. There's talk of showers on Friday, but it doesn't sound like anything too heavy. And uh, besides that, um, reasonable weather. So I think we might be able to get away with it. Let's hope so. I'm sick and tired of this rain. Yeah, so is everyone else. Um, I'm going to tip the Eagles in a tight one. I think they'll get away with it. Yeah, I think they probably will. And our broadcast match from Thilmy Sports Ground on Sunday afternoon. It's fourth against first. The uh, Wallandilly Derby. Tony Dosen will be there. Thilmy and Picton down at uh, Thilmy. They love Derby Day in the Dilly, don't they? Both sides are coming in off the back of a loss. Mm. Which is very unusual. Especially for these two teams. Especially who they played on the weekend too. Yes. As I said, I, I don't think Picton losing to East Campbelltown is such a shock. Clearly, but I'm sure I'm sure Jake Tonetto and the boys would have um, thought that, you know, the way they've been travelling, that they would have won the game. Yeah, certainly. Certainly that's the case. But I don't think it's a, a world-ending uh, sort of result. Um, but Collie's knocking off Thilmy at home. That is a big surprise. Uh, and Thil- remembering, too, this weekend at Thilmy, it's, Old Boys Day. Oh, well. Yeah, still means Old Boys Day. I wasn't aware of that, but that just adds a little bit extra spice. And you can imagine by 3.30 on a Sunday afternoon, the Old Boys will be uh, well lubricated and no doubt voicing their uh, their thoughts on the state of the match, regardless of uh, what the scoreboard says. Yep. So, yeah, Old Boys, old, old boys um, Day on Sunday. No one likes to lose in front of their Old Boys. No, certainly not. Um, fill me just. It's old boys' day at home. Uh, I think they'll get away with it. Yeah, I think they've got to turn this. They've got to turn their season around. They've been hot and cold, and I think this is the day where they've actually got to stand up and be counted. Yeah, they certainly do have to uh, put a, a good display on at home, as you said. Old boys' day that always lifts the home team wherever it is and whoever it is. That always considering, them. You know, considering round one was an upset, was a shock that Thilmy lost, even though it was at Victoria Park. Yes. It was a, lot, it was a shock that the way that they've been travelling over the last few seasons, nobody anticipated Picton to come out of the blocks that quick and win round one. So Thilmy are definitely looking at revenge, I'd say. Oh, no doubt. I'm going to take Thilmy in a bit of an upset. I think they'll knock off uh, Picton at home. Um I just got a feeling on Old Boys Day that that's just enough to tip me the other way. I think the Roosters will will get it done, but uh, that'll be a tight yeah, one. Think, um, I think the Roosters have been counting the days on the calendar until round two. Oh, I'm certain they have. After now, that rock washing round one, are we going to be uh, hearing your dulcet tones on the Sunday afternoon, Craig? Oh, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> 
I, I know the the one and only Tony Dosen will be making his first trip down to Thirlmere, and uh, what an initiation that is down to Thirlmere on Derby Day and Old Boys Day. Uh, yeah, he will well um, and truly know he's he's alive after Derby Day. Yeah, you certainly you certainly will. So that'll be our feature game Sunday afternoon from three pm. On MSR, we'll let you know what the other game is on Sunday as well, whether it's the Eagles in Mittagong or Collies and City, if we're able to bring you the two matches. Uh, We'll post all the details on Facebook on Sunday and you'll be able to follow all the links and all the information for game day. Uh, We'll quickly skip through the other grades. The reserve grade, same teams uh, facing up over the weekend. Camden and Norellum, the Oaks and Oakdale, East Campbelltown, Mittagong, Collies, City, and Thilmere Picton. In the under-18s gold on Sunday morning, it's Eagles and Magpies, ESA at Waminda, Camden and Norellan, Thilmere and Campbelltown City down at Thilmere. And on Saturday, we have a round seven match going ahead, I believe, at 5pm uh, at Eskol Park, ESA and Thilmere. In the under-18 silver division, only the two matches on Saturday afternoon at DCO, the Oaks Mount Annan take on Liverpool Catholic Club and on Sunday morning, Collies in Campbelltown City. Saturday night in the gold, open age gold division, Southwest Goannas host Camden. Note they've moved their home ground. They're now at uh, Jack Brabham Reserve in Oran Park. And Warragamba host Appen out at uh, Wombat Park at Warragamba. At the showgrounds in the silver division, it's Southwest Goannas and ESA at Jack Brabham Reserve. Glen Quarry All-Stars and Campbelltown City at Seddon Park. Mount Annan and Campbelltown Warriors at Jack Nash Reserve and East Campbelltown take on Mittagong at Waminda. In the Women's Rugby League on Sunday, we've got Stingrays hosting Coromel down in uh, Shell Harbour. Waminda sees East Campbelltown taking on Mittagong. Collies host Campbelltown City and Camden takes on Norellan. In the under-18s, both games on Saturday... Stingrays host Coromel down at Flinders Sports Fields. And at Milton Park, Ingleburn, it's All Saints taking on Collies while in the league tag. Three games on Saturday. I believe two of these are at Waminda Oval. Just check your draws for confirmation. Mount Annan and Oakdale and Appen and Mittagong. Also, also City Gold and Picton on Sunday, Camden and Norellan. So that's the weekend's... Uh, preview of all the footy news from around the MacArthur Rugby League competition. Craig, we're at the halfway point. Picton still the team to beat? I think so. Have you heard the you heard the rumor about Payne Haas going to Thorme? <laughs> no, I haven't. But <laughs> the way things are going, it wouldn't surprise me. He could end up anywhere as the half master. Yes, could end up anywhere. And uh, I, I would imagine by the time we uh, speak next, State of Origin Game 1 will be run and won. New South Wales, for both of us to win, will be cheering the Blues on on Wednesday week uh, at Homebush. Hope Freddie and the boys can get the job done and uh, stick it up those dirty Queenslanders. Mate, I'm just disappointed in the side that New South Wales picked. Oh, look, can't I-, believe it. I can't believe they couldn't find a spot for... Or uh, Luke Brooks, I'm telling you, I'm, de- I'm devastated that Luke Brooks couldn't couldn't get Could in there somewhere. It? Yes, yeah, yeah. man. Who, who's this 
Luai, Luai. Whatever who's his he? name is. Yeah, who's he? <laughs> who's he? he what's he, what's he, he ever done? What, what, has he, what has he ever brought to the table? Seriously. <laughs> and clearly, what's wrong with what? Jackson Hastings at halfback? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nothing at all. So we'll cheer the Blues on a Wednesday night. Uh, we may have uh, produced our next episode. We'll uh, see how the but world's on a, on, a, on a serious note, though, I can't believe they left out um, the Fox. Yeah, well, a few people have said his form the last couple of weeks, and especially on Sunday, was uh, certainly not up to scratch, and that probably didn't help his cause, uh, putting yeah, in a, a poor have, performance. Um, has he ever let New South Wales down? Has he ever let Australia down? He's never let anyone down. He, he puts that blue... It's just like other players from the past. And you know, Alston Philippine, I got picked from yes. New Zealand from reserve, reserve grade. grade for Balmain. Yeah, and then came out and killed it in a test match. Yep. The, the Fox is never going to let anybody down. No, certainly not. I don't think he would. But and I've got nothing against Tupo. He's good in no. the air. But um, if you put the, the two of them in a foot race, I'm sure the Fox would beat him by at least 30 metres. Oh, I'd certainly give him a, a nice old uh, touch-up. But uh, and, Cobo and, and Cobo and Coates are quite quick. They are. Not that Tupo's a, a slowpoke by any means. but uh, No, but um, I don't think he's as quick as... Um, Coates or Selwyn Cobbo. Well, but anyway, that's um, that was up to the. That's Freddie. He's yep. always been a bit left of field, like picking Joseph Suwali in the twenty-two. He's well, going to be a good player in three years' time. But well, um, I think that might be not the, now. That might be the strategy. That might be the plan because I heard uh, a discussion on radio recently saying that Trebojevic, when Tom Trebojevic was coming in. He didn't start, he didn't make the 17 for two or three years, but he'd been around the team and around the squad and around yeah, the origin always, experience. He's, he's, um, so Suwali, Suwali could be the same thing. They could do the same thing that, right, you, we're not going to pick you, but you'll be around the team and go through the, the processes yeah. and everything involved well, with um, it. But we're looking, at, with, we're looking at a couple of years down the line. Yeah, we did the same thing with Ryan Madison when he was playing exactly. for Tiger. He was in the um, 22, the extended squad. Exactly. So I, I think that might be the strategy is get the, the, the likes of Suwali in, get them in the extended squad with no intention of playing him, absolutely no intention of starting him or picking him, but he's around the squad, he's around the camp, he's in all three camps, 12 months, two years down the line, he's a starting centre. Yeah, true. So that might be the, the strategy they're using, but uh, we wish the Blues all the best. Hopefully they Freddie, Freddie to catch the Bulldogs next year. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You've heard it, you've heard it here first on MSR. Okay. Good. Craig, we'll uh, hopefully hear you on Sunday. Otherwise, we'll talk to you next week after round 10 of MacArthur Rugby League first grade. 100%. Thanks, Craig, for joining us. I'm Mike Sheen. Enjoy your footy this weekend. Film here in Picton on Sunday. Until then, we'll see you next time.